0: The book of Acts is the book of the continuing Christ. What Christ began in the gospel records, he continues in the book of Acts. In the first part of Acts, chapters 1 through 7, we join the adventures of what the Holy Spirit was doing through the apostles in the early church. This work was primarily focused in Jerusalem. The second section of Acts, however, advances beyond Jerusalem to Judea and Samaria. In this section of our study, we see the power of the gospel on full display, changing the lives of those who hear it. Let's
1: join Scott now as
0: the adventure continues.
1: Everybody on life's journey needs directions along the way. Now, I know, gentlemen, we don't like to ask for directions. We think we know the answer already. We can find it on our own. But when it comes to spiritual things, we all need direction. We all need someone to point us to Christ We all need someone to use the Word of God and help us. That's what everybody needs. We're returning today to Acts chapter number 8, and I want to talk to you about becoming a gospel guide. Becoming a gospel guide. That's what a a witness is. There are many names for it. We talk about testifying and witnessing and soul winning and evangelism, Uh, but really it's just very simply this. It's guiding people to God. Only God can save the sinner. Only God can change the life. But we are seeking to guide people to God. And so let's pick up where we left off. In Acts chapter number 8, the Bible says in verse 25, And they, when they had testified and preached the word of the Lord, returned to Jerusalem and preached the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Let me just pause for a moment and point out a couple of things. Uh, This, of course, is Peter and John who've been down to Samaria to observe what God is doing in this great spiritual awakening through Philip's ministry. And uh, it's significant that while they were there, they did two things as well. They testified and they preached. Those two things are always connected. A testimony is a personal witness. A preaching is giving them the word. So uh, we're telling them, this is what the Lord has done in my life. This is the change he's made in my heart. And then let me show you from the scriptures how he can do the same thing for you. There's a beautiful order here. I do believe that testimonies are one of the best ways to begin in gospel witness because the testimony then opens the door for the preaching of the gospel. Also significant is that he has been ministering in Samaria, and now they're preaching the gospel in many villages of the Samaritans. Look what God set in motion When one man obeyed the Lord, when one man went down to Samaria and just did what Jesus said to do and let God use him, look at the spiritual chain reaction. And so we pick up in verse 26, and the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip saying, Arise and go toward the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. And he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians who had the charge of all her treasure and had come to Jerusalem for to worship, was returning and sitting in his chariot read, Isaiah the prophet. Then the spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? Do you hear the expression, He said, I need somebody to guide me. Now, this was a very intelligent man. This was a well-educated man. This is a man of great power. But he understood dealing with spiritual things. He needed some guidance. There is no understanding apart from guidance. Uh, If you want spiritual understanding, then someone who's already been down the path needs to help show you the path. The word guide here is the very same word that Jesus used in John chapter 16, and verse number 13, when he talked about the Holy Spirit coming and guiding you into all truth. Oh, I love this picture uh, that Philip is simply a mouthpiece for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is really the guide, and uh, we are just in step with the Holy Spirit. We're, we're cooperating with him. We're laborers together with God. Uh, the word guide here also is very interesting because it's a technical word. It's a word for teaching, for someone who's an authority, someone that really knows this subject matter well and is now being used to interpret, well, that's what we are. Uh, You you don't have all the answers, but you do know Jesus, don't you? You know how you got saved. Uh, You know the essential core message of the gospel. If you don't, then you're not a Christian. But if you truly know Christ as your Savior and you know what he's done for you, God doesn't want us to tell what we don't know. He wants us to tell what we do know. Like Paul in Romans 1 saying, As much as in me is, I am ready to preach the gospel. Look, think what the Lord has put in you. Christ is in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. Uh, The truth of the gospel is in you. Hope is in you. Eternal life is in you. So just give what you've received. Uh, Just share what you know. And that's what Philip did. Philip followed guidance himself. I think that's very interesting. Uh, The Bible says that the Lord had led him down to Samaria, so he's used there. Uh, Then in verse 26, the angel of the Lord speaks to Philip and says, now get up from here and go down to the desert. that's, That's interesting because they're in the middle of a great revival, a spiritual awakening in Samaria, but God moved him from the big place to the little place. You never know where God's going to do his big work. God takes him to the desert. Maybe some of you are in the desert right now. i got good news for you. God works in desert places, and he makes beautiful things grow there. So he takes him from the crowd and takes him to one man, one individual. But Philip is willing to follow that guidance. Then in verse 29, the Holy Spirit says to Philip, Now go near, join yourself to the chariot. And what does Philip do? He runs. He immediately and willingly and cheerfully obeys. See, only someone who's willing to follow guidance can give it. And so when you follow God's guidance in your life, then you can be used as one of his gospel guides, guiding others to God, leading others to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. This was a man who was not stopped by the spiritual opposition that came against him in Simon the sorcerer. He was not offended by the arrival of Peter and John. He was not concerned about his own plans or desires. No, he simply obeys the promptings of the Holy Spirit. He depends on the power of the Word of God, and he points people to the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, we're going to talk more about becoming a gospel guide, but let's just start here today, okay? The most basic thing, if you're going to be a gospel guide, guiding people to God, uh, not not being led astray by so many distractions and leading others to Christ— here's the first thing you're going to have to do. You're going to have to look for gospel opportunities. Look for people along the way that you can witness to, people that you can speak to. And notice uh, that's wherever and whoever. Because in Philip's example, first it's in Samaria. It's in a difficult place, a place that he probably would have not traveled on his own or chosen on his own, and yet God put him there. And God used him there in a marvelous way. And then it's in the middle of the desert with one man. Uh, please don't miss this. What he did in the, in the city, he does in the desert. What he does with many, he does with one. He simply points them to the Lord Jesus Christ. And if I might add this, there's no prejudice to the gospel. The gospel is the most equal thing on earth, and the gospel guide must be someone that's willing to let God use them to speak to anyone Uh, I would say everyone, about the message of Jesus Christ. Let me give you a verse. Psalm 68, verse 31, uh, God prophesied this. He said, Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Do you think perhaps Philip knew that psalm, that prophecy, that Ethiopia would stretch out her hands unto God? And now Philip is the one that is used to open that gospel door to all of Ethiopia, to to the African continent, in the life of one man. I tell you, you never know when you're guiding some one person to God how God will use that to bring many more to a knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Pray today for a gospel appointment. Ask the Lord to make an appointment for you, to help you meet that appointment and not miss it today. Ask the Lord to give you someone and guide people to God. What an
0: encouragement to us today to remember the transforming power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel changed lives in the first century, and the gospel is still changing lives today. If you missed the first section of this study on The Adventure Continues, be sure to visit our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, where you can access this study along with many other resources to encourage you in your walk with God. However you listen to this podcast, we are grateful for each of you. We hope you will continue to listen and also share it with others. From all of us on the Enjoying the Journey team, may God bless you and help you enjoy the journey.